Well, it is a good morning. It is a good morning. Hope you're all doing well. This was a uh, an unplanned. I know some of you like to think that the <laughs> I like to lay down the Judas swing once in a while and say I'm not going to do something and do it. But I didn't think I was going to have time to pull one off this morning, so I kind of like prepared you all in the event that I wasn't able to. So my wife is still sleeping, so we're going to just go as long as. She remains sleeping. As soon as I hear her stirring around downstairs, I'll make my escape and resume whatever I had planned for her and I today. And she'll be content with not having been disturbed, hopefully. So anyway, uh, I labeled this one, titled it rather, The Gathering. You ever seen the movie The Highlander? old 80s movie turned into a TV series, which actually really was entertaining to me. But uh, there can only be one. That was the the general theme of that, where all of these immortals would come together and they would do battle. And they called it The Gathering. And I've spent a lot of time trying to get people work up into a frenzy, some to the point of wanting to hate me and others wanting to be like me, uh, wanting to be able to beat me, size up to me, whatever. I've done everything I possibly could to get someone to really want to do what I believe I have now. Uh, there's a gentleman out there that uh, I don't know his name, at least I don't know it publicly, uh, but he goes by M7. So he, he tapped me publicly and said he'd be willing to go into the Robins Cup in 2024, which I am so thankful that I believe this person has the character, has the honesty to do it. And he's handled himself like a gentleman. And I appreciate that. Uh, I'm all for you know, shop talk. Y'all can obviously hear that most of the time. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to scare anybody else off. And I've been contemplating how I could to maybe encourage other people because Vinny Emini's a little bitch and he's not going to really join it. But um, I hope he does find his balls because I will absolutely solidify the algo box is subpar and Vincent Marchi of Allen, Texas, is a punk bitch, racist fuck that will get his ass stomped publicly, globally by me. And I'm calling you out. And Curtis G, bring your Mickey Mouse bullshit. Let's go. I told you, watch how this year ends. Because I'm joining it. I'm joining that Robin's Cup. And I'm beating Larry Williams' fucking record. I'm not worried about who else is joining. You all can come in there for your own personal reasons but i'm in there to set a new record that's the only reason why i'm there then you can talk about ict the rest of your fucking miserable lives <laughs> i don't give a fuck but for the folks that have a, a, a service for a course okay you sell something this is the greatest measure of respect that you could garner for yourself 
I'm not saying you have to win it because I already told you, you're not fucking winning it. That's not going to happen. That's absolutely not going to happen. But the fact that you come in second to me, third, fourth, or fifth, or even enter it at all, maybe you don't even get to the top five. The fact that you participate, that you have the willingness to do that, you know what that shows me? That someone's been doing this for 30 years, that has a, a public influence, that has a, a little bit of a following. People that, you know, tend to listen to me when I talk, whether they like me or not. I have a great deal of respect for that because it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of confidence that you have what it takes to step out there and let the whole world fucking see everything. Because once you make it to that leaderboard, you better not fucking fall off. Right, Tom Dante? Mm -hmm. I got a lot of emails from people. A lot of emails saying, wow, did that really happen? Tom Dante fell off and failed? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Okay? But I got pissed off, and I waited most of this year because, you know, I'm leaving social media on November 11th. And he sat back quietly and let people pretend like he called me out. That never happened. It never happened. I have all of the interactions still recorded. And you can go back, because to my knowledge, I don't think he's ever deleted a tweet. But you can see it where I tweeted his number five spot. And I encouraged him when he got to number one, I would join him. It never happened. He fell off the next day. I believe that Tom Dante should join in 2024. If he doesn't, no harm, no foul. But he was willing to do it then. Why not now? You have all these opinions. You want to talk to people in private settings, talk about ICT is going to get ran off of social media in a week. Motherfucker, I've been here for two years begging for it. And now someone with class, somewhat with fucking balls, stepped out like a fucking gentleman and said, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> That's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be, because if you're confident in what you fucking supposedly know how to do. OK, if you're if you're willing to go out there and put your name behind something behind a paywall and say, I can do this, but you better pay me first. But you're not willing to step out there and say, watch me do it. I'm not afraid to do that. Watch me do it. And I'm willing to stand out there with somebody else in comparison with other people all around the world. To me. That demands respect. That demands respect because there's so many little bitch boys, these soy boys, these little fucking talkers with their fucking sock puppet accounts talking all this bullshit, making your bullshit. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. ICT. Motherfucker, I'm winning it. It's a done deal. It's absolutely. I had this shit fucking planned. Literally, I, I expected, honestly, no one to step forward. That's exactly what I expected. Because the two years I spent out here on Twitter for Vincent Marchi of Allen, Texas, Vinny E. Minnie, who has me still fucking blocked. I, I didn't block him. And I didn't block his little bitch boy, Curtis G. I'm talking directly to him. I don't delete shit. I don't go on there and lose $40,000 on a live stream and then delete it. I'm ready. 
I've been ready. I've been ready since you first started talking shit. Lawsuits. Bring it, bitch. You can beat me in a competition. Bring it, bitch. Motherfucker, you're a clown. Everybody sees it now. And here's your only opportunity to redeem yourself. Come out here where the real boys fucking play in a real fucking trading competition. The only one that's ever existed with any notoriety globally. It's third party audited. CFTC regulated. And I don't give a fuck how many accounts you bring. Because when I join it and register in January, I'm going to fucking post my account number right on my YouTube channel. And I'm going to log in and let you fucking see it all. And when I fucking win it and I make every single monthly and daily fucking statement fully unredacted. Because I don't give a fuck who knows where I fucking live because it's public fucking knowledge. Everybody out here fucking can get my address. I don't give a fuck. I don't live in fear. I'm not pretending to be something I'm not. And you're going to see everything, every fucking thing, every commission deduction, every fee, every fucking contract that I bought and sold, every single fucking thing is going to be shown. Because I'm not afraid. I am not the least bit intimidated by any of you fucking clowns. And I'm talking about the ones that want to talk shit. But you never see them doing anything. The biggest fucking mouths are too, they're too scared to go out there. I retweeted uh, Trades by Matt because that's kind of like the sentiment I have. And everybody with common sense should see it too. You know, why wouldn't you want to join that? I mean, if you're, if you're constantly talking about how you're really badass, you know, you're this and that, and you're, you're the best, you're the best. You're not the fucking best until you beat the best. And the best is always measured every single year in that trading competition. Now you can argue and say, oh, egos this and ego that. This is also coming from a guy also, Trader Mike. If you ran those accounts up from a small amount to a large account, and then when we start talking about Robbins, you want to talk about muting something. Come on, man. Okay, if you don't want to do that, I'm not saying you do or don't, but I just, I saw your tweet the other day and I'm like, why even do that? Like what, what, what's the, what's the point of talking down to someone that would be willing to join something like that? Like what's the, what's the purpose for someone to sit on the sidelines and talk shit about someone else that would absolutely be willing to go out there and say, Hey, I'm confident, maybe overconfident, maybe borderline narcissistic and egotistical. Okay. Maybe. I'm not saying me specifically, but you know, I fit that mold. But anyone else that would be willing to do that, you know, there's a lot of interest in people wanting to subscribe to someone that can do it, number one, prove it with real money in a setting that can't be fucking faked. You can't fake that, folks. You go in with one account number. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck how many times you add money to your account. I don't care because it ain't going to fucking matter. It ain't going to help you. You are not going to win it. But I want to see who can come in second to me. Third, fourth, fifth. I want to see who has the fucking balls, Raja, to get in this fucker for real because you ain't trading with real money. You got a fake ass fucking demo account. And you're taking money from people when they lose. And they think, well, I lost my money. So therefore, there it is. And you get to collect that. That's my opinion. I might be wrong.
You can correct me publicly. You might be able to beat me. I'm not really meaning that sincerely, but you might think you can. Other people might think you can beat me, but I want to see you try. I want to see you fucking try. I promise the first four to five months, I will be gentle. Velvet glove treatment by ITT. I will stay in the first fucking five spots. I won't climb to the first one. I'll try to hover. I'll try to figure out what all you are trying to do. And I'll try to stay real close to three, four, five spots. Because I want Vinny Emini to get his name above mine. Vinny, I will get on the leaderboard before you, fag. I will beat your fucking ass, drag you around by your long hair, fucking silly bitch ass, and make you look like a fucking fool in front of everybody. So please bring your racist fucking ass in this competition because I'm going to stomp a fucking mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. I will get on that leaderboard before you, and I'm going to wait, and I'm going to go on YouTube, live stream that fucking shit and say, here it is, bitch. Come get your ass fucking stomped. I don't need you to get on leaderboard. I don't need you to do that. But I know you're not going to answer the call. You're not going to answer that call. And what's everybody going to be able to say then? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He had Velcro balls, which is what I've said all along. And you bought this shit. You brought it on yourself. I don't know what made you think that you could try to do this stupid shit you've been doing. But now it's time. It's fucking time. You can't trade, man. You cannot trade. You're not consistent. You're not willing to do this because you can't reload your account with this and make it look like you never lost any money. You can't delete your results out there on that leaderboard. If you can find your ass up on it, you can't erase the fact that you fell off. Just like Tom Dante. He can't fix it. And what's the point of getting on the leaderboard and you never call me out? What's the point of even joining it if you're not trying to win it? I hope Sam, Sam KB or something, something KB, whatever. I don't know. Um, he says he joined it, you know, whatnot. I'm trying to be respectful. Because I, I I didn't have a beef with this guy, but I know he wanted to get clout and whatnot and join all the fanfare and shit. But I hope he joins because, Sam, I'm going to be in there. I want more of my students to join. It. I have lots of them joining in the Forex division. But if you're really trying to win it, don't join the Futures division because you won't win that one. But Forex, go for it. If you want to say your percentage is better than mine in the Forex division that I do in the Futures division, I'll count that as a loss if you can beat me there too. So there's no there's no point of trying to change asset classes. If you never really traded futures and you're really comfortable with, with the Forex, I'll co-sign that right here. If you beat me in the Forex division by percentage, what I do in my futures, then you beat me. I'm not afraid of that. I love it. Because here's the thing. Despite Vinny being a little piece of shit. That's the only hatred I have right now because I want to crush his fucking ass and squeeze his balls in front of everybody because he's lied about me. He spoke about my children, this piece of shit that has lied for years saying that I have threatened his family. I've never done that. I've never paid anybody to threaten you. I've never said anything ill about your family. Everything you've ever said about me, you have proven that you are doing. 
You've documented yourself being that way. You've documented yourself defaming me, slandering me, making nonsensical claims. I did not blow multiple accounts in the Robin's Cup, but I'm going to show you what. I'm going to take down Larry Williams in 2024. That's a guarantee. It's happening. Okay. I'm not coming back to social media. I'm not selling future mentorships. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody fucking thinks about me when I'm done. I don't care. I'm done. I worked very, very hard to see somebody else on social media, Twitter, Instagram, everybody out there that talked all this Billy Badass bullshit. Never, ever stepped. And what I mean by that, they got to the leaderboard number one spot, proved that they're even worth my fucking time, and said, hey, ICT, come get it. It never happened. And it was very disenchanting. I, I, I thought for sure, with all these people in the, in the world, how many people are on uh, FinTwit? How many people are on YouTube that claim they, they trade with real money? And I've been the loudest braggart motherfucker for years. You would think Somebody would have been like, you know what? This bitch needs to be humbled. I, I would literally tell my sons, my friends, my fucking employees, <laughs> like, where the fuck are these people at? Like, I would have immediately, like, you, you talk about this shit, I'm immediately, I'm the first one that's responding. I'm there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I did every single time. Someone barked at me and said, I'm joining the Robins Cup. Okay. I would register. Register is not joining. Joining is when you fund the account. I'm going to rest, register in January. You're going to see my account number. It will not be funded until February. Not because I need to have money raised up because I got plenty of money, but I'm not going to start trading until February. You're all welcome. You're all welcome to get your fucking head starts because that's going to make it more entertaining for me. But I'm not going to start trading until February. And please save all the bullshit. Oh, well, you know, we have to have the same starting time. Fuck all that. I'm already co-signing right now. I'm winning it. I'm winning it. It's already going to happen. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. That's happening. That is absolutely going to be the end of next year. Me winning it. My fucking name is going to be up there. The only thing I'm trying to figure out, do I want to use the inner circle trader? Because if they don't put the the inner circle trader, it's going to piss me off. And the obsessive compulsiveness in me is going to drive me crazy. Or do I use my name? I don't really want my name up there because I just don't want that. But everybody knows me as ICT. And one of the things I'm going to ask them is, can they make sure it's the inner circle trader? It's a lot. And I don't know if it'll fit across their whole shit. But uh, I'm showing up. I'm going to be there. And I would like very, very much. And I think the community at large, really, I mean, think about it. Voice your opinion. Talk to other people. Encourage them. Not don't belittle them. Okay. Don't belittle them. Say, oh, you're a, you know, you're a little bitch because you won't join it. Ask them to see if they want to do it. I mean, if they say no, it's it's outside of their character or it would mess with their head. You know what? You got to respect that. You got to respect that because trading in itself is very, very difficult. It's hard. It's extremely hard. But when you compound that by saying, okay. I'm going to try to do this also with the purposes of trying to outperform everyone else. And the whole world gets to see my day by day results. 
Now you're not going to see the trades of anybody, you know, what they did to get their percentage increase or decrease. You're not going to see that, but I'm going to pin my fucking entire year on the CFTC's fucking Twitter. And I'm going to copy Vinny E. Minnie's fucking account on Twitter too, because he ain't going to do that, but I'm going to see, we're not done Vinny. Okay. We're not done when I'm done winning that Robin's cup. We're still not fucking done. You and I, we got shit to settle. Okay. I'm telling you straight up, we are not done. You're going to fucking apologize and you're going to admit this shit you said were fucking lies. Come hell or high water, you're going to admit to it. You spoke shit that you should have never said that are not even remotely close to being true. So I sat here. For two years while you had me blocked, there's absolutely no fucking fear in me. I've told you from the beginning. I warned you when we were texting each other. I said, don't fucking do this because you're going to wreck yourself. But do your worst if you think you can do it. And this is all you've done. Blocked me and talked nonsense. And everybody's seen you shit the bed. And other people are rising up and doing something you're not willing to do. But Trades by Matt got his ass on the leaderboard this year. Everybody talking shit. The guy minds his own fucking business. Doesn't talk no shit about nobody else. Wholesome as fuck. He gets on the leaderboard. Patrick Whelan, talk shit about him. He'll never step in the fucking Robin's Cup. Vinny E. Mini talked about fucking trades by Matt, making fun of him, trolling him. Won't fucking even join. That's ballless. And you want people to listen to you and buy your bullshit that you fail using publicly, publicly live streaming it. You start your live streams with fucking supposed profits and then you watch them evaporate and you close the stream as it goes on. I don't even watch your shit anymore. It was entertaining, but it's 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 ridiculous now. The only reason why anybody needs to be listening to you anymore is if you're in this Robin's Cup. Come. Kick this ass because I'm daring you. I'm daring you. Please get in there. You can have 15 fucking accounts. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Because it ain't going to matter. <laughs> it's not going to fucking matter. I'm telling you it's not going to matter. But I have a great deal of respect for M7 for stepping forward. I, I love the fact that you're willing to do that because you have a community. You have students that stand behind you, they're rooting for you, and that's awesome. And the fact you're willing to step out there and do this, come win or lose, whatever, the fact that you're willing to do it, whether you all like that guy or if you believe what he teaches is real or not, it's irrelevant. You have to give him fucking credit. That's ballsy. Because how many other people out there that try to sell something whether it mentorship, a service, a signal service, how they're never going to answer this call. They're never going to do it. Because if they fail doing this, well, hell, how are they going to make money now? And that's all I'm asking. I'm asking you to be critical because I've sat back here for a number of years and allowed all of you to talk shit to me, have your fun. It's fun. It's, it's, I, don't have, I, I don't have thin skin. As much as you all think I do, <laughs> it, this is fun for me. This is absolute fucking carnival-like. I love it. 
I love it. But all good things have come to an end. And my time on social media is coming to an end on November 11th. But I don't want anybody being able to sit around here and talk some shit like they've done for years when I left Twitter. Because Twitter was censoring me. No one ran me off of Twitter. No one, oh, we, 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 we exposed him. Motherfucker, I'm talking directly to you, Vinny Emidy. I'm tweeting to you. People can see your horseshit, fucking documentary horseshit. It's all bullshit. It's fake. And they also see that you fail trading in your live streams and then delete them. It's documented. You literally come forward with these little fucking Mickey Mouse trades that you have to do 30 plus contract transactions to make something that my stop loss is fucking bigger than your fucking win. My stop losses are three times your fucking average better win. I'm taking down $20,000 and you're bragging about three pages of fucking uh, redacted fucking broker statements. I'm calling this shit live before it happens. Hello? Stop the bullshit. Let's go out here and do this the right way, like real fucking men. And everybody else that wants to be able to say, you know what? I ran with the big dogs. M7's doing it. Why, why aren't everyone out there doing it? Every Instagrammer. There's a lot of people I don't know because I, I just I'm not really into trying to you know, see who's who's climbing out right now because I've had my own drama here to work out. But uh, like that guy Q Banks, Swaggy C. Um, Man, I, I don't know all, all of them, but you all know who you follow and you think are influencers and they sell stuff and they're or, or they're a trader. Ty Millionaire, bring your ass out here, bro. Let's go. Get out here. Let's do it. A lot of talking. It's time for the doing now. And it needs to be fun. I'm going to bitch slap Vinny. That's, that's a given. But I'm not going to talk smack about anybody else. I want to see who else has the balls to get out here and do it. And don't give me the excuses because this doesn't fly, folks. Oh, well, I, you know, this is dumb. This is dick measuring. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's dick measuring. And I'm going to slide mine down Vinny's fucking throat all year long. And you're all going to thank me for it. And if that's too crude for you, I don't give a fuck. I sat back here and watched this piece of shit, racist fuck. Talk about my fucking children. Motherfucker, you have no idea. You have no idea. Everybody else out there that is pretending to be a trader, has an influence following, runs a service. This is where you come to prove it. I don't need to prove it, ICT. Go fuck yourself. Okay, there's my answer. You've done it. Thank you very much. Good luck with your shit. But why wouldn't they want to do this? Why wouldn't they? I'm the biggest loudmouth motherfucker in this industry. Begging for it. Humble me. Humble me. Please. Sugar on top. Please, 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 please come here and fucking kick my ass in that competition. I don't give a fuck if you've ever been in the past. If you're brand new and you think you know something, please, I want that. I really, really want a fucking challenge. I want a fucking challenge because as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a motherfucker walking this planet that's going to come close to what I'm doing. 
And I'm asking you, come prove me wrong. Prove me in front of everybody. What wouldn't you not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, you're all talking shit from the sidelines. Oh, I could beat you. I could eat you, bitch, please. You're not going to talk about it. You're just going to go out there and do it. And I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. It will happen. It's absolutely fucking going to happen. I don't need Enigma to do it. I can do this with the silver bullet. And you'll have proof that it works. Something simple as that. I'm not going to trade all day long. I'm taking one setup because that's all I need to beat everybody else's ass. See, how I know I'm going to beat you all, I'm extremely consistent. I know exactly when I'm not going to do something. You all don't know that. And you're all going to get all hopped up on trying to be in the leaderboard spot number one too fast. And you're going to take bigger risks. And I'm trying to help you right now. Listen to me. It's not just bragging yet. Bragging's coming in December. The way you stay in this long enough is don't push too hard. Don't try to trade every single day. Pick your best setups. Wait for them. If you're impulsive, if your hands are fucking sweaty and you're wondering, you're looking at the leaderboard and wondering what I'm going to have having or somebody else is going to have it, who's coming up, who's going to get up, that I'm not going to look at the leaderboard at all. I'm not looking at it. Because I know in December 31st of 2024, my fucking name is in the number one spot. I don't give a fuck what the fluctuations are. I don't care. I don't care about that. Because I already know the outcome. Doubt me. Because I've been telling you for fucking seven fucking years what's going to happen before it happens and it's happening. You think it's gonna, like I'm going to forget how to fucking trade? Like I'm going to forget how to know where this market's going to go? <laughs> you have no fucking idea. You have no idea. All you Mickey Mouse fucking mentors. You fucking phony fucking jabroni bitches literally running around pretending that you're somebody. Please, please show us. Just show us. Show us that you're willing to do it. You know what? If you do it and you fail, nobody, nobody has the right to talk shit about you because you had the fucking balls to try. That's, that's all I'm asking for. Just to make a commitment publicly. Show that you joined it. Prove it. Because I'm going to log into my fucking account. You don't think I'm going to do it? I've already, I got a video of me doing it on TD Ameritrade. Oh, you don't you ever see ICT trading on a real account? Motherfucker, I signed in and showed every single day. Every single day. It's still up there. Look at it. Like you, You're all pretending that shit talkers are pretending that I'm afraid to do this. I've done everything and that every box that's been toggled this last year and the previous year. Everything anybody's ever said about me, I've went through the list. What's left? The Robin's Cup. It's a done fucking deal, folks. It's done. Okay, it's done. I've trolled like a motherfucker. We're done. It's time for the doing. I've given you a taste this year. I'm showing you exactly what the fuck I can do without even really trying. Having fun doing it. I'm done trading. Here's one more for added insult. Twist the fucking knife ICT ever so slowly. But I made 2240. Look at me, ICT. I'm the best. Motherfucker, I'm more than 10xing your shit with one trade.
one transaction. You can't even come close to me, Vinny. I've already beat you square right in front of everybody right now. I'm not satisfied with that. I have a bloodlust for your bitch ass. You will be forever remembered as a fucking clown failure. Algobox is a bunch of bullshit. It's fucking graffiti that doesn't fucking work. And you're the supposed creator of it. And you fail in front of everybody. Shit fucking the bed. $40,000 with no stop loss. And just kept holding it and fighting it. And it faded to a transition screen. And then deleted the fucking live stream. And you did that last year too. I have all your shit recorded. Because you're going to see me. You're going to see me. Trust me. You are going to fucking see me, motherfucker. See, I can do all this stuff. I can roll up in a fucking go-kart and do this right in front of the CFTC. I can do it. I ain't afraid of it. I can fucking do it. I prove it to everyone every fucking week, every fucking day, and it's not going to fucking stop. You think it's going to stop in 2024 because I'm going to do the Robins Cup? No. Absolutely not. I don't need to do what I've done just in sharing all this stuff every single week. I can just do one trade a week and win that Robin's Cup. <laughs> you, you have no idea the level of absolute fucking confidence that there is absolutely no fucking way that any of you that are listening or will listen to this or see me climb up there and say, yeah, I'm going to beat that guy because that's not going to happen. That is absolutely not going to happen. And I'm not trying to manifest something positive speaking. No, it's just this is exactly, exactly what's going to happen. I'm winning it. And Vinny won't be there. Curtis G won't be there. No Algo Box motherfucker is going to be on that leaderboard. Period. Algo Box is a fucking scam, fraud, bunch of bullshit. Where's all the students making money? Where's the people stepping forward, being interviewed, saying, wow, you're doing something legendary? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? Well, this is what I'm using. Your fucking shit's the fucking litter box, okay? That's what it is. It's full of cat shit, okay? All you do is sit on the sidelines like a little fucking pussy talking about everybody else, but you bit the wrong ass with me, motherfucker, because I'm going to drag your ass through the fucking streets. It's going to happen. We're all going to know who you are. I told you I'm going to make you famous, but not for the reasons you want to be famous. Your children are going to fucking be embarrassed because once it's on the internet, it never goes away. I warned you, don't do what you're doing. Keep it about the trading. We can go on the Robin's Cup, but you had to act some stupid shit. Do I look like I'm embarrassed? No. My kids do not live in trailer parks. Okay. Every fucking thing you've ever said is a fucking lie. And you claim to be a Christian. <laughs> Dude, you're nuts. You have a mental fucking disease. There's something wrong with you. And everybody sees it. Everyone. Drama marketing doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. You have to have something that works, that has substance, value. You can't create all these sock puppet accounts and fake fucking members in your Discord channel. And buy another YouTube account that has 1.8 million subscribers to it 
And then your videos only get 200 views. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. The, everything about you is a fraud. Everything about you is fraudulent. Everything. And you're literally drawing all of the attention to yourself by using me of all people. I'm not going to sit back and remain quiet about it. And like I told you, and I promised you, you are going to do all the work for me in ruining your brand. And now I'm here to add insult to injury because I'm telling you what I told you from the beginning. I'm not afraid to trade in their albums cut with you. I wanted you to be the one I slapped the shit out of. But I know you're not going to do it. A real man stepped forward, M7, said, hey, let's do this. And not only that, he dragged Raja by his fucking hair. Say, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. The only thing I did was sidestep the whole let's do it right now because I don't trade November, December. And everybody fucking that knows me knows that. It's not a bitch out move. Okay. I don't do that because the holidays are coming up. And I really want to be focused on the holidays. I'm off of social media. I really want to enjoy it. And I'm preparing myself to go through what I'm used to doing. Like I'm addicted to the interactions with my students on Twitter. I, I'm going to be honest with you. And my wife has asked me that it's got to stop because it takes too much of my attention. So I have to prepare myself. Next year is going to be an adjustment for me. But it's not going to cause me to forget how to trade. <laughs> There's no excuse. There's no excuse for me not to win. Okay. So I want you to understand that Michael Joe Huddleston, inner circle trader, is winning the Robins Cup in the Futures Division in 2024. If I don't win it, I simply failed. There's no excuse. There's nothing that caused me not to be able to do it except for me not being able to do it. How, how honest can I be beyond that? I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to win. But I don't need to have a competitor. I'm glad I have someone that stepped forward. And there's been other people that's been saying they're going to join. I hope they do. More of us need to do it because that's what this community needs. Because my community many times gets labeled as the most toxic. The reason why we're toxic to everyone else is because we are confident. And that confident outshines the people that are not really that confident but pretend to be on social media. And that when you know you know, it's a different vibe. And when other people don't really know their shit, it shakes them. It unsettles them. It disturbs the force in their little bubble. And that's really what they're saying. So I'm not offended when people say, oh, we're, we're toxic. Motherfucker, you're just not capable. That's all. We are. We are absolutely capable. Remember the movie 300? Leonidas says, what's your profession? And they start going, oh, oh. Like, I, I, that fucking shit. That's us. That's us. We're not here for image. We're here for the fucking doing. That's what we're here for. The doing. Okay? Image is nothing. It's how much you can acquire, take home, and eat. What's in front of you and your meal? That's it. If there's something in front of it, you walk through it. That's the way it is. And in 2024, it's Sparta. It's time for the doing. It's time for that gathering. Every shit talker, every person that's ever wanted to measure up, every person that is on the sidelines and sock puppeted me or other people talked shit. 
this is your moment to come forward because anything you say about me after this should fall on deaf ears if you didn't join this shit. If you don't beat me next year and you want to talk shit, you're fucking made mute. Like you, you don't even have a fucking opinion anymore. I'm cutting all your fucking tongues out. Call my bluff. I hope and pray that you try and think that I'm not really going to do this because I'm telling you it's happening. And guess what? Patrick Wheeling, you better have my $100,000 because I'm coming down to Florida to get it from a bank check. I don't want to do wires. Okay. I'm going to drive down that motherfucker in my Lotus that I will be getting next year. And we're going to the bank because I'm getting my $100,000. It's happening. Don't try to weasel your way out of it. Okay. I'm going to pump your channel up. So that way you can make some ad revenue because that $100,000 is going to be mine. <laughs> so anyway, with all that fanfare out of the way, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're excited about the a new year. I promise, even though I may not be on social media, I'm going to make it entertaining for all of you. Even in my absence, Twitter's going to be a fucking blaze. I'll watch, you know, from the silence of the sidelines. I won't be able to interact because once I start, it'll, <laughs> it'll be like a Twitter space. It's supposed to be short and it goes on for four hours, right? But anyway, the... Uh, the markets, if you want to look at what we've been anticipating in the marketplace for stock index futures, um, I, I tried to warn you, I told you, I said, look, you know, it's real important you try not to pick the bottoms. And if you look at the difference between your Forex pairs that you've been trading, if you're a Forex trader and you're not trying to trade the index futures, because I still get a lot of people you know, biting back at me saying, you know, we want you to do more Forex. And I want you to listen. I've told you why I'm not trying to do it. doesn't mean that I can't. I mean, I just did one. The other, I don't know if it was this week or last week. I don't know exactly what day it was, but I did something with one of the Forex pairs. But uh, the, the difference in the level of continuity between index futures and Forex right now. And it's been like this for a number of years, really. The index futures market's much more refined and it's delivering better price action. Just look at the daily charts on Euro and cable or any other Forex pair, and then look at the ES or the NASDAQ, their respective daily charts. Index futures is where it's at. There's a lot of fear right now. A lot of uncertainty. There's been an un, a lot of unwinding of positions, longs, because the elite, the globalists, the, the the smart money, the folks that really are in here trying to take the maximum amount of market profits each two or three to four months in these quarterly shift, these moves, they were distributing going into the month of July. And if you've listened to the core content and I talk about these sentiment shifts, these uh, seasonal tendencies, when I talked about how you know, during the trading time of the summer, the market will tend to create a rally up and it's usually the second week of July. 
it'll top out and then it'll trade down and make the lows in the fall. And the low can form between September and November. And September and October, it gave a fake bottom. And I, I warned you, I said, you don't look at this as a low. Now, there's no reason to own stocks right now. And then we had a couple people come forward on Twitter, you know, again, stock puppeting, saying, you know, I bet you it's going to go here and you're wrong. Constantly people you know, looking for me to be wrong. I'm content with being wrong. If I'm wrong, it's a good thing because it gives me insight. But when I put something out there, I don't delete it. It's, it's, it's out there. You weigh me in the balances publicly. My analysis in the, uh, the videos on YouTube that were many times live streamed, you know, had 30,000, 40,000 people watching it. They're, they're unedited. They're still there. And that second week of July, I teach in that core content, in the seasonal tendencies. And when I'm talking about the uh, S&P trading and index futures trading, that there is an important high that forms the second week of July. Where did we top? Second week of July. The market broke down. I told you what it was going to reach for. And I gave you the quarterly shift objectives. We hit it. Now, that's a daily chart using a weekly time frame. I didn't give you multiple scenarios. There was not a plan A, plan B. But I think, and this is the point why I'm bringing it up, usually we get this like Santa Claus rally towards the end of the year. And not all the time. There are some times where it just doesn't manifest and materialize. But because of all the things happening right now, uh, the Middle East is going to be on fire. You know, Right now, we don't have any intel coming out of Gaza. So the things that Israel's doing to Palestinians right now, unless they're recording, and I'm certain they probably are recording it, they just don't have a way of getting it out yet. But all that stuff's going to make its way out. And we're all going to see it. And the atrocities that's occurred on both sides, it's horrible. And I, I wish neither party were doing what they were doing. Because there's a lot of children, and I have students that have family members now that are on both sides, They've been affected by this stuff and it's heartbreaking. But I also know that I can't do anything about it and neither can you. But this emotional stimuli that's increasing and wrapping up and revving up around all this stuff, it's going to spill into other countries. I mean, it already has. I mean, there's lots of movements for pro-Israel, pro-Palestine. And there's lots of these people congregating in support of whatever side they're supporting. And eventually that volatility is going to kick off and we're going to see things in our countries, in our streets, that's going to cause deeper reverberations. And that will manifest itself in the price action of any and every market. And to have someone in their myopic view of what they think should or shouldn't happen in the world or to pretend it's out of sight, out of mind, it's on the other side of the world, it has nothing to do with me. Don't talk about these things, ICT. I'm interested in the market. This is going to affect the markets. And for anyone that wants to understand what makes these markets go up and down and how the globalists use these sentiment shifts to move the markets, because the buying and selling pressure is not it. They align people with around a specific sentiment for a period of time. While the market's rallying up, sure, some people have to win, but that's not really what's doing. It's going up as they sell into that, establishing short positions. That's what smart money does. Look at my lesson in core content when I'm teaching the net traders position. 
those large hedgers, as the market's going up, they're selling into that. So as the market's rallying, you're seeing the large commercial traders, which are what? The liquidity providers. They're not all the producers of a commodity. Many times they are for a specific commodity, but they're not producing a commodity in the market, not for the S&P. So they're providing the liquidity for large funds to be long. But they're, they're allowing that liquidity. They're selling that position to those new longs with the intent and express interest that they know themselves that they're going to reprice it later on where everybody else will be getting out because of some kind of knee-jerk reaction or some kind of harmonic horseshit, they're going to get out of their trade when it starts dropping. They're going to get out when they feel like they've made too much money and they're afraid they're going to lose a little bit of it because they don't have any idea what price is doing. So when these markets are going up, longer term, intermediate term, you know, weekly and daily, four-hour timeframes, when they're rallying up and the market's predisposed to go lower, sure, funds could be profitable, large funds, you know, hedge funds, those types of uh, entities and large traders, they can be profitable going long, but eventually they put the brakes on it and say, okay, we're done establishing our short positions. Then that is when the market doesn't go any higher. It doesn't matter how many more people come in behind it and buy because look at Bitcoin. Look at Bitcoin. It's going to 100,000. It's going to 20,000, 30,000. You know, before we got to the 20,000, I told everybody we're not going to 20,000. We're going to go down to six and three. And I was off by 100 or so, but it, it dropped because they put their they put their positions in during euphoria. And right now, everybody's clamoring for where's the safe haven. With all this stuff kicking off, where's the safe haven? And Bitcoin rallied up to the fair value gap that I gave you in April. Bitcoin's going to zero, folks. I mean, I know that's not popular. And I know all you crypto guys, you know, want to lose your mind over that. <laughs> I mean, who cares? You know, everybody, we have to have a bull and a bear. There's always a buyer and seller, right? And I'm objective because I don't have a horse in the race, but you need it to go up because you're invested in it. I am completely objective. I know that this stuff was created for the express purposes of allowing everybody to accept and warm up to the idea of a central bank digital currency, which is a crypto. Bitcoin's not going to be around. Okay. It's, it's going to go away. It's like every other shit coin that boom and bust. You just don't want to subscribe to it now because your heart's in it. I get it. You know, I wanted to trade pork bellies because it was in the movie Trading Places. And Larry Williams talked about doing it. That was the only things I had about pork bellies. But pork bellies don't trade anymore. Think about that. Eggs used to be a futures contract. But because everybody only gave a fuck about trading them when Easter was coming. It was a perfect 100% win all the time. Nobody bought eggs until right before Easter. So you, that's a perfect seasonal tendency. So because there's no advantage of them using that anymore in the marketplace, everybody knows that the, they know the game. So they don't make egg futures anymore. Did they stop producing eggs? Fuck no, there's eggs all the time. Even when they say there's an egg shortage, there's lots of eggs. Everything's manipulated. Everything is driven by an algorithm.
and I'm I'm tickled because um, I think her name's Humble Humble Trader, Humbled Trader or Humble Trader. Forgive me if you're listening. I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head what it is, but uh, she did an interview with some uh, some guy from the the floor, and what was he telling you? Somebody's been watching ICT. <laughs> I, look, folks. If you knew who has been under my tutelage and has been listening to me for the last 10 or 10 years, 12 years, you'd be surprised. But because I'm very polarizing, uh, because I put on a lot of antics and, and carry on like I do on social media, which is my entertainment. Like it's, it's, it's entertainment for me to do that. Okay. They don't want to say, Hey, you know, that that guy, because I bring a lot of polarizing opinions and some of these individuals that have very large, much larger influence than mine that have been recognized in the industry much longer than I have been. Um, they don't want the static that I, that I would bring them if they said, yeah, ICT, this, this guy here, they just don't want to touch that. And that's fine. I, I can respect that. And that, that's also part of what makes this fun because it's, I like watching them quietly support me, <laughs> but knowing damn well they're too afraid to say, hey, you know, this guy's got it figured it all out and you should just listen to him because most of their audience would be divided immediately. And I get it. You know, I, like I said, I'm not here to be anybody's hero. I'm the anti-hero. I'm not here to be looked up to. I'm just a conduit. And my role is ending. But I have unfinished business in that Robin's Cup. It's time. I wanted to wait until Larry Williams, you know, left this world and hopefully in a, a peaceful way. But I got to thinking in the last year, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I want to be able to meet him. I want to be able to shake his hand because he had a great deal of influence on, even though I don't trade with anything really that he does still or did then. Um, I guess that's not entirely true. There's there's a lot of like the commitment traders, I you know, I use that. Um, seasonal tendencies, I use that. Um, but everything else, no. But I do believe that if you look at his earlier works, not his automated stuff, like he's like his pattern stuff, you know, he might have data to support the idea of this and that, and he may have made millions of dollars doing it, but that's him. I tried doing that kind of stuff and I couldn't make money with it. And, it, and I'm sure it has everything to do with me. I'm not trying to fault him. And that's why I know when students have tried my stuff and they say, oh, it's fake, it's fraud, it, it doesn't work. I know that it was the operator that failed to use it because I know that the person I was trying to learn from was literally doing it. They were making money with it and made millions of dollars. But when I tried to do it, I failed because I was either not putting a stop loss in where I should have had it or I didn't use a stop and I expected him to be right and it wasn't right. And I held him to trade long, larger and longer ten than the, the position should have been. So who's wrong here? I was. So it takes a great deal of responsibility to be a trader. And if you're a student of someone, whether it be me or anyone else, you know, your results are yours. You can't fault anybody for your shit going upside down, even a signal provider. If someone sells signals, <clears throat> I mean, this is going to be very polarizing too in, in, in saying this, but it's the facts. 
if you subscribe to someone, whether behind a paywall or someone publicly, and you're following them for the sake of following them as a signal provider, so say, I'm, I, I want to buy Euro dollar, or I want to sell short copper, or I want to go long the Dow futures, um, and I'm going to be buying at this price and my stop is here, and this is my target. If you look at that or listen to that, and you follow suit and do what you're doing with your own account and you take that trade and it loses, whose fault is it? Now, the ambulance chasers, the people that want to look for lawsuits and, and be able to point the finger outside themselves, they'll say, it's that guy that told me to buy that. They didn't tell you to buy it. They said, this is what I think is going to happen. This is what I'm going to do with my account. This is what I'm taking as a trade. Did they go into your trading room or on your phone and press the buy or sell button? No, you did that. You have to own all that. that that's a personal responsibility. And I do my best to manage that because I could, I could put all of you in profitability in a week. But I also know there's going to be a lot of folks. They're not going to listen to me because look what goes on. Look how many times the same repeating questions come up from the topics and discussions that I've said at most frequently brought up constantly. Many of you that have been with me for a long time, you can't stand a lot of things I say because I'm re repetitive. It's, there's a lot of redundancy. And I have to be redundant because I have so many people that don't want to listen. Because there are people that simply have selective hearing. They're trying to you know, listen to me or watch me while they're doing something at work where you're, where you're distracted. That's the worst thing you can do. You're not, you're not retaining anything. It's just back, it's background noise. <laughs> I guess it's good for, you know, if you want to go to sleep. There's a lot of people use me to put you to sleep. That's good. But uh, personal responsibility is required. Like, it's, it's, that's essential. And trading, like, in a competition like the Robins, that's the ultimate level of responsibility. Like, you have no escape. And that's why I've, I've encouraged all of you for years to watch that leaderboard. What do you think is going on in the minds of those individuals? That, like, for instance, the guy that's in number one spot right now. He's got, what, maybe nine weeks or so, maybe ten weeks I don't know off the top of my head how many weeks is left for the year. But come December 31st, the guy's in first place. Yeah. He just knocked off an Asian guy that was up there for a little while. And then the Asian guy fell down to third last time I checked the leaderboard. And the guy that's in first spot, he's in first spot in the global and he's in the World Cup first spots. Or I may have that wrong. I think one of the he's in two number one spots. Um if I'm not mistaken, uh, I real good with the flags. So, but I think he's Italian. And here's here's one of the observations I've seen in the Robins Cup. The Italians have the biggest balls. They are many, many times the leader of who and what countries in that top five. They are usually the ones that have the biggest returns, and. Unfortunately, because they have those big balls and they're swinging for the fences all the time, they have these meteor rises and sometimes they fall off real fast. But they are always showing up. They're in it. like They, they want to go in there and smash it. They're very fun to watch. And 
I have a lot of students that are Italian that plan on joining next year. So I am I'm secretly rooting for all of you. Okay. But I'm also interested in a select few of them that have been privately talking to me that are really, really confident they're going to do really well. So I, I don't want to put them in <laughs> in a position where everybody knows them by name. They're going to say, hey, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. Um, but I hope I hope they live up to what they're aiming for next year. But I want to remind all of you that are listening. Everyone fails that competition by trying to push too fast too soon. And the reason why I have always challenged everybody out there to join this competition is because I know that to a large degree, some of you can have short-term wins and you're over-leveraging them. Okay. Perfect example, Vinny and Minnie. He will go out there and put on these very, very large positions that don't make any sense. I'm usually going the other direction when he's doing these types of trades. And I don't, I, I'm trying not to be, facetious during this part of it because in the beginning obviously you know i'm going for his jugular but here i want you to understand by contrast Vinny doesn't know how to manage risk and he gets impulsive and emotional and he wants to have a big sledgehammer win and that's classic of someone that's not consistent someone that's consistent won't do those types of things they grow they have grown out of that stage in their trading if you're trading without a stop loss, that means you absolutely are denying the likelihood that you're incorrect. That means you've married the vein. And every time he shits the bed on live stream, it's under those same criteria. It's the same thing that keeps repeating and he keeps doing it. So to me, that's not someone that is capable of mentoring anyone. That's just, the, that's the facts. That, signature is in my opinion and I, I might be incorrect but this is where you all that are able to do it are going to come forward and join that robin's cup and show me and everyone else that you're different you don't need to do it. you don't need to do it but you don't have an opinion after 2024 if you don't you can't talk shit about me you can't talk about m7 you can't talk about anybody else that joins this if sam if tom dante if swaggy c if q banks uh lambo raul um oh, what's the other kid that's in youtube all the time what's his name mamba fx you, you just fill in the blank all of them they all do these over-the-top presentations to draw attention to their ability to trade. And the only thing I'm saying is, you know what would be the best? To step out there and do it. Humble ass trades by Matt did it. Nobody's giving him any shit. It's funny how everybody stopped talking about that man when he got himself on that leaderboard. Every fucking body was trolling him. Vinny. Patrick Whelan was trolling him. But it all fucking stopped because he did something they can't do. That's a milestone. He didn't have to win it. He just did something that none of they didn't. They didn't do it. And they can't and they won't do it. Ask them. They're refusing it. They're going to say it's a fraudulent competition. How the fuck is it fraudulent when it's regulated by the CFTC and it's third party audited? 
I don't personally have an issue if someone goes into it and they try and they fail it and they have to add more money to keep competing. Is that failure? No, because they still have to come up out of that fucking added amount of money. They got to still climb. The, the outcome is, can you win it? I am not going to need to top off my account and I'm not going to use a multiple account st a strategy. But even if that's what you have to do, who cares? If you can win it, win it. At all costs, win it. But here's the proper perspective. This is what I think should be viewed as. Okay, I'm not going in there to do anything except for beat Larry Williams. That's my whole, in that's my whole interest in it. I already know that there is not another living soul on this planet that's going to be able to do what I'm going to do. I already know that. How do I know that? Because I have begged and pleaded and shown my ass on social media, begging for someone that can trade better to do it. And ain't never happened. I literally mocked everybody as a demo baller, flaunting the demo account, flaunting it, shaking it in everybody's face. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Waiting for somebody to say, here's me dealing with the real account. And then me going there and smashing their ass. Nobody took the bait. Nobody would take the bait. Personally, unlike of any immediate approach where he tries to have these big windfall days and wants to dog and pony it in front of everybody. Look at this, look at this, look at this. That to me, even if you make a $100,000 day, and what he's doing, he's never going to have $100,000 debt. That's never going to happen for him unless he makes changes, significant changes, number one. But you can't go into your trading, whether it be in a competition or trying to pass a combine, trading a funded account or trading your own live account. You can't go in with this expectation that you want to have a lottery windfall you know, result. Because if that's the sole intent purpose for you to sit in front of the charts that day or that week, or if that's your motivation right now, I need to show a bigger win with a broker statement that's redacted. Who knows what the fuck's going on behind the scenes, right? We didn't call it beforehand. We didn't say this is what's going to happen. You don't even see the logic being used. Like, you don't know what, what, what purpose is that? So the, the way you cut through all the bullshit, if someone really knows how to trade, they're not going to do a one-week competition. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do a month. They're not going to do two months, three months, not six months. They're going to go a whole calendar fucking year. Why a calendar year? Because that's what you're going to get fucking taxed on, buddy. What you did for the whole fucking year. We're going to see at the end of 2024 who's got a 1099B. That matches the Robin's Cup. That's what we're going to see. We're going to see. Everybody on this fucking planet is going to see that. You know what we're also going to see? We're going to see the people that don't have it. And when you don't see that from these individuals, but they want to start chirping, talking some shit about me or anybody else, they need to be reminded, hey, there was a dance that you were called to and you punked out. You were a little bitch. The safety of the sidelines after the fact, there's a lot of people right now are just, they're, they're all happy because I have now co-signed publicly that I'm going to that Robin's Cup next year. 
oh, I ain't got to join it now. I'm just going to sit back and pop my popcorn, and we're going to see ICT fail. And I don't never even need to get in there and prove that I can't personally trade. So I'm in a safe trade. I'm a 100% risk-free trade. That's what Vinny wants right now. He's never going to join it. And he doesn't need to personally. He doesn't need to because we all know that he's a fucking failure. He can't trade. He shit the bed. And he shouldn't even be asking for thousands of dollars for that Mickey Mouse shit he calls Algobox. Anyone joining that Robin's Cup? Okay, I'm going I'm to tell you how to place. I'm going to tell you how to do well and beat everybody else that's ever been in it. Don't trade more than three times that week. When you make money, stop. Don't look at the leaderboard and don't talk about what you want to do. Don't go on social media. Don't even mention it. Don't tell your friends or your family that you're entering it. It's private. Because that competition is a mindfuck. It is a scrambler for confidence. It's a scrambler for taking you out of your thought process, your protocols, your model, your approach, your trading plan, because you'll get wrapped up in the idea of if I lose my position I have right now, people are going to have this opinion of me. And what happens if I don't get a, a real good head start in the beginning of the year, somebody might be able to come up. Or if I get a real good head start in the beginning of the year, it'll just crush the spirits of anybody else and they won't really try. Dude, there's people all year long going in there. You can join it like right now. Like right now, you can join it for this year. It's open invitation all year long, all year round. You can do it. My opinion. Okay. Again, and this is by contrast. I fail if I don't take Larry Williams' record. That's what my opinion is about my trading for next year. If I don't take that record down, even if I'm in the first place at the end of the year, I failed it. And I won't do it again. I'll accept that loss and I won't do it again. And Larry Williams will remain the, the victor in terms of the highest percentage. I know at the very minimum, I'm going to be the second highest in my head. If I have something that throws me off, I will still be the highest next to him that's right beneath him, which I think if, if, my, if my memory serves me correct, you only have to do 1400% and you're the second highest ever. I think the guy that did uh, win four times, which is a Larry Williams student, by the way. Um, he has the second highest. I think it's like 1300% or whatever. But uh, there was a young man. That uh, I say young man, but <laughs> I don't know. He could be older than me, right? Um, he had like a 300% return uh, a year ago or so. But I watched him. He was in the highest position beating out the, the gentleman that has done it four times, but has the second highest to Larry Williams. It's Larry Williams, this dude, that his, his student has won four times, and then his daughter's record, which really she didn't trade. He put a computer on the broker desk and told the broker when this system gives a signal, you trade it. And it was in his daughter's name. She didn't take any trades. Now you can argue and say, well, that's fraud, whatever, you know, his system in her name made that money. It's not fraudulent period. 
in the story. Did she sit down and take all the trades? You know, if you listen to him and he basically says he gave that broker a computer that spit out the signals. And, and Michelle Williams, her her account showed a, a gain of a thousand percent. Okay. I'm sure she paid the taxes on it, and it is what it is. So the top three is Larry Williams, his student that won four times, and then his daughter. So to be the second highest, and there's a large chasm between second and Larry Williams' record. Like that, that's a huge gap. And that has to be done by money management. You can't beat it with numbers of trades. And you're not going to have enough movement with holding one trade for these big moves. The only way you get there is high-frequency trading. And I'm going to use a high-frequency trading model, but it's all simply silver bullet. I promise you I'm not using Enigma. And I'm not saying that in case I fail. Oh, see, he's saving face. No, I'm telling you. like I, There's a lot of things I want to do next year, and I am not tying myself to charts. I'm not tying myself to anything that's going to bog me down. I'm going to trade for one hour and whatever, you know, session of the day and what day of the week that I feel is more appropriate for me. And I've already taught this. What's the economic counter going to have? A medium or high impact news driver. What's the market structure right now? What's the current sentiment? What am I anticipating based on that weekly chart? Everything I already taught, I'm using just that. And I'm going to win it. When I make more money, I will, I'll be able to afford more contracts. But I'm not going to over leverage. I'm not going to over leverage. So every twelve thousand to fourteen thousand dollars will allow me to do one more contract. I'm telling you what I'm doing. Like I know my consistency is going to take me there. I also know that all of you that will try to do this aren't going to have the same level of consistency, and you're going to get screwed up in the head because of. Falling down a little bit, having a little bit of a drawdown, that's going to wreck some of you. And you're going to go into a tailspin. China, I got to fix it. I don't want to lose my spot. I got to get back to my number five spot because I fall off and then nobody's going to see me anymore. They're going to make, make fun of me. It's not where you are on the leaderboard once you get there. It's how you end the year. That's how, that's how I look at it. Your report card from my perspective is, number one, did you have the moxie and the ball to get into it? Make it public that you did. Show your account number. There's nothing going to happen by you showing your account number. I've shown my full account numbers on TD Ameritrade. I didn't hide it. It's not redacted. I purposely showed just enough where if you slow the video down, because I have people email me, ICT, this one time, look, you're, you can see, and I laughed, and, and, and you all know that sent me those emails. I said, I did it by purpose. So that way everybody can go back and see that was the same account. I don't fuck up, okay? I don't fuck up. I do everything calculated. All of this stuff has been timed. And for the people, again, that are talking nonsense and bullshit fucking documentary, Sean Lee Powell of Astro FX, please join the Robins Cup. I, I know you probably won't do it, but for the folks that talk about this screenshot that keeps coming around, I ran up an MT4 account. Okay. And I did it with what you're seeing every single week. You see my executions. I was not letting anybody see those then. And every single trade that I took, I ran that shit up with 5%, no less than 4.5% every 
new pyramid entry. So some of those positions, I think the highest one I had was there was a 22% drawdown I would have had if it would have went completely all the way against the entire position. But how many times have you seen me pyramiding where it does that? That's the benefit of knowing how to pyramid correctly with the right draw on liquidity. Every new position is fortified by the previous ones. As long as you're entering them in the, in the upper 50% of the intended range where you think it's going to reach for, I have to have all my entries up there. Because once it starts to move on the other lower half and goes below equilibrium, if I'm short, and everything I'm saying here, you reverse if you're long or being bullish. You want to be tried in doing all your entries and pyramid entries in the lower half of the intended uh, draw on liquidity. That, that implied dealing range where you're entering and where you think it's going to go to, the terminus, the draw on liquidity, that, that implied dealing range, it's not there yet. It's not been manifest in the chart yet. You're believing and holding the trade with the idea that it's going to do that. But if you're long... Every one of your position entries, whether it's the initial entry or any pyramided entries, has to occur below equilibrium if you're long or above equilibrium if you're short. Because as soon as we cross that midpoint, that's it. And why is that? Because if it crosses equilibrium, if I'm wrong, it's going to reverse there and take out my lowest level pyramid. And if that takes that out, I'm closing the fucking trade. I'm not going to let it take anymore. So am I going to lose only on that first, well, not first, but the, the last pyramid entry, that partial addition to my short or long? That one will lose money, but it's offset by all the previous ones. The folks that are not equipped mathematically, they don't understand rudimentary math. They don't grasp that by having sound money management. Understanding that consistency matters and doing things mathematically that are going to have an outcome that's measurable and statistically probable. The end result is almost guaranteed. I'm not afraid of losing. And when you say, oh, man, you're, you put these position sizes on so big, how, how can you relax? Because I'm only really risking the last pyramid entry. Because if that one goes bust, if it moves against that. And it takes out – if I look at that that last pyramid entry as an individual trade in and of itself, if the idea around that trade melts down, like there was no other entry prior to that one, I may have a position that's 30 contracts, 40 contracts deep, but that last one's only like five contracts. But I erase all the logic and, and ignore the previous position entries because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm only giving a fuck about that last new entry that's pyramided in. If the context and framework around that last pyramided entry, if that breaks down, I'm killing the entire trade that's still there. So am I losing money? Only on that small little piece of that last pyramid entry. So it's taking some of my unrealized profit away, but I'm banking on all of the realized gain on all the things that are still profitable above it, if I'm short or below, if I'm long. And for some of you that are brand new, uh, or if you don't know English real well, that didn't make any bit of sense to you. But if you look at what I'm doing and study how I'm doing my pyramid entries, unless it does a complete 100% run aggressively and doesn't allow me at all to get out, my largest position 
is entered first. Go in with uh, go in with ten, then go in with eight or six, and then go in with three, and then go in with one. Well, if the last one I went in with was one contract, and it moves against me, and say that last entry was on a fair value gap, but it takes out three PDA rays. That would be otherwise viewed as a, a means of supporting the idea that that trade's good. See, I'm not looking at the idea of my initial entry has to hold true. No, fuck that. I want to make sure I'm not giving up all that unrealized gain because I had the biggest portion of my trade on first. See, I'm building a pyramid with the largest base at the bottom. And then as I add to it, it's going to be smaller in scale in number of contracts. So that's why I, that's why I, and how I can take one trade and do 10 times what Algo Box Vinny Boy does in one clip. And he's trying all day long to try to do something. I just do one trade. I know what I'm looking for. I know how to time it. I know how to frame it. I know where the stop should be. I know how to properly manage the stop. I've been flaunting it for the last two weeks. Yes, I've been showing off. But you know, I, I, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> and that's the one of the things I'm going to go off social media for because it, this stuff brings out the worst in me. And I know a lot of you want to see more of that, but I, I don't like that part of me. Like, I don't like that. But to you know, finally get it out of my system, you know, I'm going to allow myself to be me in the Robins Cup next year. But I'm not going to allow myself to be on social media where I can show the worst of me bragging and talking shit because i'll say things that i'll regret not because it won't come true but because i've said it and for the general principle of it so by having a limitation on how many times you're going to trade that week and as soon as you make money stop everybody else that joins that competition doesn't do that so if you go in and you're trying to make three hundred dollars for your trade. I said that $300. If you're trying to make 300 bucks, everybody else out there that's trying to trade, they're all trying to make 100% a month, 50% a month, 20% a month. Get your number, wherever you realistically can hit when you take a trade, do that and then stop. Don't go back in again the same day. Don't rush to get back in there tomorrow. Plan your days that you're going to trade on the weekend and don't do anything else but that. There's going to be lots of moves you're going to miss. But there's also going to be moves that you're going to chase or anticipate that really aren't there because you're just chomping at the bit because you want to trade. You can't have that mindset in this competition. You have to have the mindset that I need to survive because the way this is one predominantly is everyone else is going to break themselves on the rocks below. They're all climbing real fast in the beginning. Just watch. I've already proven this year with a live fucking account with AMP. In one week, 109%. One fucking week. 100%. I could be on the leaderboard in fucking the second day to first day probably. I want to show you gradual, steady progress. And towards the end of the year, when we get into the fall months, the percentage increases are going to be fucking neck breaking, but it's all compound interest. I'm not doing anything except for what I'm going to do in the beginning 
with one contract. And eventually it's going to grow more and more and more. And I won't need to do hundreds or thousands of contracts like Larry Williams did. The way he did, and he has, you can Google his um, broker statements. Look at, look at the, num the number of contracts he's trading. It's fucking, it's crazy. It's crazy amount of contracts that he was dealing. And the commission cost that that eats into. The more you trade, the more commission costs are going to come out. And you have to balance all that stuff. And so many people, like Vinny, you have to look. There's a, there's a number of fees and contract costs that have to be deducted from whatever he shows you. And there's a lot of times, I know because I used AMP, you can look at a number and say, wow, he made money. But really, he lost money because of commission costs. So you, you can't you can't hide those things in this competition. You can't. You win or you don't. You place in the upper five or you don't. If anybody closes next year and you're in the five, four, three, two spot. Because <laughs> you're not having my spot in one. In my opinion, you fucking killed it. You fucking killed it. It doesn't matter what the percentage is you close the year with. You solidified yourself as someone that has an opinion that you're worth listening to. You have the moxie, the balls, the confidence in what you claim to know. You went out there and you did. And to me, that gives me a fucking hard on. I love that shit. I am so jacked up for next year. You have no idea. Like I wake up now since M7 step four, I'm waking up every morning with wood. I'm excited as fuck. I cannot wait. I can't fucking wait. Because I'm the master of the long game. And you're going to see many, many people that probably don't even know that I'm even talking about this competition or even know who I am. They're going to, they're going to go and try and you'll see their name flash up there real quick and they're gone. You never see them again. Every year it's like this. And it's like really interesting to see how they come out of nowhere. Pop. They're there. Like, wow, shit. Dude just made 150% in one day. That doesn't happen unless you're extremely over leveraged. And they never last. They never last when they do that. And that guy that I was talking about earlier that had uh, climbed above um, Larry Williams' student that's won four times. The only person that's won four times. He was above his rate of return. And I said publicly, I was like, he should stop. Because he, he was doing way too much and risking way too much to make the increases that he was seeing. And he got to the numbers two spot. And nobody ever got close. Never even half of what he had. And I told Cody and I told uh, Caleb, I said, he's going to crash. If he's smart, he'll just stop right here. Just don't do anything else and just let everybody else break themselves. He dropped down from just under 1,400% to 900. And then climbed back up to 12-something. Never got back to the number two spot. And shit, the bed came all the way down to like 500% and then closed it for 300-something percent, which he's, he won it. But I'm sure he's kicking himself in his ass thinking, if I just would have sat still, I had the highest next to Larry Williams. 
because nobody came close. And every year I've watched it, nobody claimed, nobody climbed as fast as he did that year. Nobody climbed that fast. He came out of nowhere like a meteor, just shot up there. And he was risking crazy with all the time of months still. They're doing it wrong. You're trying to make your individual trades do all the heavy lifting. And that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. 12.5% per week. This is the recipe I'm using. And I'm going to tell you exactly what the fuck I'm going to do and win it. And you're going to see that I've done this very thing with my broker statements approving it. I'm going to trade between 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock in the morning. If I don't take that trade, I'm going to trade between 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Because there's two silver bullets between those two. Uh, 2 o'clock and 3 and 3 and 4. I'm going to take one fucking trade a day. That's it. If I can't sleep, if I have insomnia, and I'm looking at the charts, and I feel like it's something to take, I might trade the London session. If I trade the London session, I won't touch the New York morning or the afternoon. I'm taking one fucking trade. That's it. I'm starting with $10,000. I'm going to do exactly what Larry Williams did. Start with $10,000, and I'm going to beat his return. And I'm going to do it with less contracts used. I'm going to do it with less commission costs, and I'm going to do it with less trades. And I don't need a full year to do it. I'm aiming for 12.5% per week. Now, $10,000, 12.5%. Well, I only have to do less than a couple grand a week for the first couple weeks. And everybody else is going to be trying to make thousands of dollars per day. And by default, I'm going to smash the fuck out of them. They're going to they're going to break themselves doing that. When I'm trying to make $300, which is laughable, I know. But I'm proving something to you the whole fucking year doing the same thing that I'm going to start with, with 12 and a half percent. OK, 12 and a half percent per week, which is crazy. Don't get, don't don't let don't let me convince you that that is an easy thing to do. It's not in my hands. It is. But for someone that's brand new to trading, that is next to impossible to maintain. Because you don't know when not to do something I do. I know when I want to be a participant. I also know if I take a loss, I'm going to let that loss stay. That means when I do take a loss in that one trade, I'm not going to correct it. <gasps> you might see a reduction in your percentage on the leaderboard ICT. Right. One trade. If I do it wrong, and it's, it's, it's going to happen, I'm sure I'm going to have a losing trade. I'm sure it's going to happen. But I'm not going to lose next year. I'm taking one trade. It's going to be framed around the silver bullet. I'm not using Enigma. I'm not doing automated trading. I'm going to have one transaction per day. Don't think I can't do it? Look at the TD Ameritrade account. Look at it. I logged into that fuck. It's right there. You can't deny it. it's there. And that broker sucks. <laughs> it sucked. They put like 200 some thousand dollars in my account one day. Can you imagine if that would have been done in somebody else's hands that had less character? 
how easy it would have been for me to go in there and pretend that I somehow took you know the account size. I think I started with twenty five thousand and put that in there, and all of a sudden it was over two hundred some thousand dollars in a matter of a couple of weeks. And I could have logged in and proved that that balance was there. Doesn't mean I made it though, folks. I'm honest to a fault, and I'm going to show you that what that YouTube channel has given you for fucking free is so good. It's so good as a foundation. You might be able to look at other people's stuff and, and it might complement that. But you can't come to my stuff with a retail logic and try to force retail into this because it's not. It's not going to work. I'm opposed to that. Everything that I teach and trade against is attacking retail logic and theory. So why the fuck would it be renamed or rebranded? It's not. I attack everything. It goes against the grain of everything that's taught in retail. That's why I'm consistent. That's why I'm able to tell you beforehand what is going to happen and it does it. You honestly think that I'm fucking scared to do what I already know I'm going to do next year? I'm not. It's just another fucking year doing the same shit. And that's what I'm challenging all of you that pretend that you know how to trade. You run a service. I made millions of dollars this year. Okay. But you made that selling something. I made millions of dollars a month. It doesn't matter. But I know how to trade. I'm going to prove it. I've been proving it. But it's going to be undeniable. It's going to fucking choke the shit out of people next year. And it's going to kill them that I'm not out there bragging about all year long. Twelve and a half percent every single week. My schedule, I'll be able to take the holidays off next year, and I won't be trading post Thanksgiving into Christmas. And my number one spot will still be there. I don't need the full year. Once I get the Larry Williams record, this is what I've contemplated. And you let me know what you think. Okay. Is it arrogant of me? Is it distasteful for me to go just above Larry Williams, sit there for a month, and then purposely trade to um, one tenth of uh, a point below his percentage and allow him to stay there? Because that's what I wanted to do. Because he's still with us. And he had such a lasting impression on me as a young man. As much as I want to do this, I don't want to take that from him. But I want him to know while he's here that I've been here the whole time. And I could have done this any given year. But I want to finally do it now. I want to finally do it. And is it distasteful for me to do something like that? Or is that an arrogance thing? Would I be laughed at and say, you, you failed because I sat there for a month and then said, okay, I'm going to bend the knee and drop underneath him just by just a little bit, by 1%, where he still gets to keep the crown. To me, if someone did that to me, like if I say I say I had that record, that would bring me to tears. That would have been like, wow, like that's really respectful to me.
Like you, you did smash me. You did it. And you had more time in the year to do it. I contemplated telling what my next trade would be to even go beyond that, not take it and leave it the way it is. Just to prove for, for the fucking dumb fucks that constantly talk like they have an opinion that matters. Like you, like you understand anything. You don't know me. You don't know who the fuck I am. You don't know what I know. You don't know anything about me. Is it wrong for me to go above him and then drop right below it and just stop right there? Or should I just go right above him and then stop? Let me know. Let me know what you think. You know, there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to know, as my community, what do you think would be viewed? If you, is it respectful or disrespectful to do that? I don't know. Because that's what I'm wrestling with right now. Because one of those two things are going to happen. At one point, I will be above. But do I stay there and drop below 1%? Or do I stay right above him and be done? Because as soon as I get to his percentage and 1% above it, just 1% above it, because I don't want to outshine him. My intentions are to stop then, regardless of where I am. If I get a good lick in the market, it might push me faster. But I'm thinking around November, okay. midweek of, uh, not midweek, mid-month of uh, October. I, I should, I should, if my, if my, expectations. I haven't sat down with it, but off the cuff, doing the math in my head, I'm thinking mid-October, first week of November, I'm done next year. And his record's in my hand. It's at, it's at the point of when I know I have completed what I want to do, I'm not going to do any more trades, and I've settled in what I want to do, whether I want to stop just above his world record, and be the world record holder, or if I want to just go down beneath it by one. Once I come to that decision and I finalize it and I get my final monthly statement, I'm coming back to Twitter for one last tweet. And I'm going to tweet that PDF with every monthly statement, every daily statement. And I'm copying Vinny E. Mini and CFTC. And you will never see Vinny do anything remotely close to that. That's my last tweet. That's the last thing you'll ever see on that account. None of my tweets have been ever deleted. And they won't be. If you'd like the music that I put on, on those trade examples, you might want to download them because Twitter has been deleting them because of the copyright infringement that they're claiming that I'm using like they don't even see that I don't have a check mark. Like I'm not monetized on Twitter. I'm not collecting anything. <laughs> but uh, if you set a goal for yourself each week, it doesn't need to be 12.5%, but you can get 12.5% doing five handles a day if you're consistent. The problem is most traders are not consistent. Most traders can't fix their, their faults fast enough. If they take a, a loss, they want to quickly get it back. 
There's nothing wrong with taking a loss and going home. It's actually a good thing. In the competition, you need to be willing to do that. Because everybody loses that competition and everyone like it because they can't accept a loss. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no shame in losing money. There's no shame in that. It's going to happen. How are you going to react when it happens? How are you going to behave as a trader? How are you going to function when it happens? Are you going to lose all frame of reference and what is you're there to do? Or are you just, you're drunk? You're drunk now. Like You literally have no idea what you're doing. And you just, you're there for the moment on a slot machine mentality. I hope it comes up a jackpot. And you can't even see the probabilities have shifted so far against you that that's not going to happen. But you won't stop. You won't close it. It might reverse. It might go in my favor. And then it takes your account. Trying to do too much too fast when you have a whole fucking year to let compound interest do all the work for you. I never need to do more than 12.5% each week. I never need to do more than five handles a day. Now, think about the mathematic probabilities of me failing this. I'm taking down 200 fucking handles in one single clip. And all I got to do is find five fucking handles. Five? <laughs> what the fuck? You want to bet against me? Please. Please, please. I hope the fucking Las Vegas takes bets on this. I hope I, I'm going to fucking bet that I'm going to win it. I'm going to make even more money. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. Like, it's just math. It's just fucking math. See, what makes this hard to believe for some of you ass clowns, you have no idea what the market's going to do, when it's going to do it, and how it's going to do it. You know nothing about where it's going to go to next. There are times when it's so predisposed to do that. I know that. I have proven it. The only motherfucker on this spinning rock that has proven it. Before the fact. Every fucking week. And I just gave you what I'm going to do. And even knowing what I'm going to do, you won't be able to duplicate it. You will not be able to do this. Even though I just gave you exactly what the fuck I'm going to use. I don't need to write a book about how I made a million dollars trading last year. I just told it to you in this stream, in this, in this Twitter stream right here, live. I could market this motherfucker next year at the end and say, okay, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to do this and do that. And this is how I did it. And you would all buy it. I'm not in it for that, folks. I, I, I'm, I'm content. I have all the fucking money I would ever need. I never need to take a trade ever again. Right now, I never need to do that. Does your mentor have that position right now? Does the guy that you're paying every single monthly subscription, does he have that right now? Is he or she proving that they can do this consistently every single week? And are they willing to go out in the fucking public in the only globally recognized competition that's regulated. You can't fraudulently fix it in your favor. You can't game it. You can't do any of those things. It's third-party audited. Commodity Future Trading Commission regulated. 
Are they willing to do that? Because I am. M7 is. If you fail, if you fail to win it, if you fail the place in the upper five positions, okay, who gives a fuck? You tried. If you don't close the end of the year out, this is for the post. So it's going to say, well, I got in there. I didn't lose my account, but I just didn't place in five spot minimum. Okay. If you tell everybody in advance that you're joining and then you log into your account and show, here's my account number. I'm, I'm in it. Here's your email from Chelsea Robbins saying, you know, you're in there now. You're registered and now you're funded. So now there's two stages of this, folks. And I had people come up in the past. It's just reminding me I got to come back to uh, Sean Lee Powell in the screenshot. So let, me, let me say this and we'll go right back, back to that. When you register with Robbins, that you're not in it yet. It just means that now when you fund your account, any trades you make there, they're going to respect those trades and count that towards your progress in the World Cup standings. So registering is what several people did in the past, that I'm registered ICT, I'm going to beat you in the Robbins Cup. Okay, they, that means they registered. I did the same thing, I registered. And I shared them publicly. That's not funding the account. I did not lose those accounts. That did not fucking happen. In January, I will register an entry in that registration email I get from Chelsea. I will live stream me going into my email, opening the email. You will read it just like I read it for the first time. Everything's going to be documented. Not a motherfucker is going to be able to say anything is out of sorts with this. Not one fucking thing is hidden from you. I'm not going to do the executions in front of you. <laughs> but I just told you what I'm doing. So you already know that I have students around the world making real fucking money using this model. I'm not hiding anything from you. Who else is going to do this? Nobody's going to do it this way. Not one fucking person is going to tell you how they're going to do something and dare the entire world to do the same thing and do it better. I'm consistently going to walk this fucking shit all year long because I know I'm going to get there. I don't need to get there in the first month like everybody else is going to try to get there. They're all going to scramble really, really hard. I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get there. And that's how you lose. Now, back to this screenshot everybody's talking about. The, this, these MT4 accounts that I ran up. I built these positions up in Forex pairs with as much as 5% risk on each individual pyramid entry. Okay, so every single time, like when you see me do, like I'm trading the NASDAQ or the S&P, you see me going with like six contracts, then I'll go in with four or I'll go in with three and then one. Each one of those is a reduction in the previous entry that I've taken, okay? I'm not risking 5% or even 4.5% on each individual new entry when I'm doing that. My risk is depreciating each time I add more to that position. I was doing a static 4.5% minimum to 5% every single new pyramid entry, okay? From where I entered, on that next pyramid entry, look at it from an individual trade setup. What would what would cause that trade to be a failure if it was the only trade I entered on, forgetting all the previous entries? 
but it's risking 5% most of the time. It was like 80% of the time. It's like a 5% risk on just that. But every single time I took a pyramid entry, every single one of them had its individual risk associated to four and a half to 5%. Look what I'm doing right now and the numbers I'm putting down. The amount of trade size I'm putting down. You can't see that that's exactly what the fuck I was doing. That was not a fake MT4 fucking server. I could swear on a stack of Bibles. Put me on a fucking lie detector test. I don't know what the fuck those things are. I couldn't do it. I didn't, I didn't know what that was then. Later on, Adam Webb came out and showed the world, this is what goes on. Wonderful. I'm glad. And I asked the entire community, where do you want me to go? Because I do not want to use MT4 or MT5 because it can be gamed. Everything that I do is going to be done in a manner where you can see, okay, yeah, this is legit. And the community at large said, go to TradingView. And I went to TradingView. Show me somebody. Show me a motherfucker that's gaming that. Oh, you're using an AMP demo account. Put a, da put a demo account from AMP on fucking TradingView and see if it says AMP live down in the lower left-hand left corner. You fucking dumb fucks. You fucking stupid fucks. You're so fucking stupid. And you rely on the stupidity of other people that just want to take the, the advice and or opinion of other people and never do their own investigation. Look and see. Is that really viable? Hmm. Does ICT really live on Fallsbrook Manor Drive? <gasps> oh, he doesn't. That's his mate's house. Motherfucker, it's public record. My name's on it. There's no fucking mortgage. I paid $2.1 million at closing. It's mine. I own it. All my fucking cars are owned, not one fucking lease. Look and do a total search on them, you stupid fucks. You're fucking idiots. You're all fucking idiots that believe this bullshit from these people that are fucking failures. <laughs> what the fuck? The screenshot that everybody's making a big deal about. Years ago on Twitter, um, AstroFX, uh, I don't know the other guy's name, but Sean Lee, he was kind of like the face of, of the two guys. And everybody kept DMing me back when I would have allowed people to DM. Uh, nobody can DM me, and I don't DM anyone. Since I've been back on Twitter, none of that shit's there. But I would get constant DMs from people saying, challenge this guy. He's he's so good at trading. He shows this. He shows that, you know, all these screenshots of his profits, you know. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's not proving anything. Like, anybody can make that look like that. Like, does he trade? Does he show his executions? No, he doesn't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I ran up several demo accounts on MT4, ran them up from small percentages as, as a humble beginning, a balance, and ran them up to millions doing exactly what you see me doing with the ES and the NASDAQ, but trading with 5% sometimes, most of the time, to 4.5%. Every single entry had a framework that that's how much I was risking. And you're wondering how fucking it didn't, it didn't grow that quick without having trickery done. Motherfucker, I'm putting like six figures down every single week with the ES and the NASDAQ right in front of all of you. You're seeing my transactions, the entries, the management, the stops, and I'm proving that I can put my stop loss there saying, please, please get as close as you can, but you're not taking my fucking stop. And you honestly think that I didn't fucking run those fucking accounts up like I Come on, get the fuck out of here. But just to taunt this kid, I'm talking about uh, Sean Lee Powell from AstroFX back then. They finally got me interested in wanting to get this kid to you know show what he can do. Because you saw him. He's out there driving around in his leased cars and 
you know, trying to do the image thing because he's making lots of money from people buying their education. And that's great. And there's nothing wrong with that. I did the same thing. But do you know how to trade? Because I have always known how to trade. And I've always been a stickler to get in other people's faces on social media, on Twitter. And I would say, hey, look, you know, I'm a demo baller. Uh, can you do better than this? Knowing damn well they're going to attack the fact that it's a demo baller or, or a demo account. But I don't give a fuck because if you know what price is going to do, you're going to be able to do it, right? And they would never try to humble me. They would never be able to do anything. So I was like, you know what? All you fucking people believe this dumb shit. So I'm going to run an account up for real, but legitimately done. And then I'm going to fucking spoof this shit. Okay? And I literally went into MS Paint and I went in and I did a, uh, like the withdrawal. I don't know exactly what the numbers were, but I did it real quick and threw it in there like that. I said, look at this. And then hey, if you live a life like this, you know, you can tell everybody fuck themselves too. And I was me being facetious and trolling Astro Effects guys because that was the image they were putting out. Okay. And in my post of that, people are saying, oh, you forgot to put the hyphen. And you fraudulently faked a withdrawal. You weren't there when I was trolling these fucking people. You weren't there. I was literally going at this fucking guy. And he fucking sends me a voice uh, uh, message saying, come to England. And I'll cut your fucking throat, mate. Uh, I can't. I'm not allowed to trade live. I'm managing money. And then he started later on making little execution videos with music. Well, who's he trying to emulate? Me. And that's great. I love that. It's great. Not that he's emulating me, but now he's showing some executions. All I wanted him to do was prove that then, because the things that these people were doing and getting away with back then and getting all kinds of fucking attention for nothing, for literally nothing. It's equivalent to someone sitting with a chart and saying, I think the cryptocurrencies are going to do this. And they do a scribbly line where it can do this, drops down here and then goes up to that level here or it drops down to this level and goes the other direction. Well, that's that's what they accuse me of. If one of them is right, you can come back and say, see, I told you so. I don't do that. I give you a very specific level. Draw your attention there. That's where I think it's going to go to next. And you know what I'm looking for. Fair value gaps, stop runs, optimal trade entries, fair value gaps, uh, I'm sorry, um, breakers, all those things. So when you see these people making their fucking mockumentaries, okay, this bullshit, I did never, I never fucking faked a withdrawal and tried to claim it as real. It was me literally trolling another guy trying to get a rise out of them. But see, you weren't there. You weren't there when that was going on. And for you not being there, you're going to take whatever they fucking say to you now and take something completely out of context. Apply everything I just told you, which you see me doing every single fucking week live, telling you beforehand, this is where the market's going to go. I give you long-term weekly and daily analysis on live streams on youtube telling you where the daily charts are going to go and it goes there to the fucking tick like what the fuck you literally will believe bullshit and you ignore the obvious like the forensic evidence is fucking so overwhelming that this shit works and i'm producing other people and they're able to do it too now i could understand if i was the only one that could show profits that this stuff works and not one of my students could be profitable do you see that? No. You see the opposite. You see my fucking group, my camp, has the largest fucking degree of profitable fucking students. They're everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. The people that are chit-chatting, they are failed fucking traders. They don't make money. If they do make money, they shit the bed and they lose it and lose more. They're unprofitable. They're, they're 
They need me to be a fraud for them to rest and sleep at night. They need that because they can't fathom the idea that this guy is out here able to do this, and I'm not asking you to pay me a fucking thing. That completely wrecks their whole fucking show. Why would you want to go pay these people any fucking thing if you can sit down with someone that's willing to go out there every single week, share his personal fucking time, which could be monetized and make fucking millions of dollars, and then turn you into a profitable student? That now you can go out there and make these decisions without me telling you, take these trades, take that trade, look at this market, look at there. In the beginning, you need those things to help you. But when you find your own model, you'll never want to listen to my shit ever again. That's exactly where you want to be at. Not tethered to me. And if you feel upset because in a couple of weeks I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore, it's because you're not there yet. Keep doing what you're doing and you will get there and you won't miss me. I promise you won't miss me. You'll be so enamored by your own results and your progress. It won't fucking matter if you ever hear me ever speak another fucking word ever again. And I've already said everything that needs to be said. It's all out there for free. Go on my YouTube channel. It's right there. But there is no excuse now. Nobody can talk shit. I'm producing profitable students. I've proven before it goes there that this is what we should be looking for. And then boom. Like clockwork. I've told you this. these markets are algorithmic. I told you I codified these fucking things. Me! Motherfucker, me! And now everybody else, they're fucking getting ballsy and they're coming out and saying, you know what? It really is. It really is the algorithms that are doing it. <gasps> oh, shit. There was that guy, that crazy motherfucker, that bipolar motherfucker was right all this time. Mm-hmm. And you've been wasting your fucking time listening to stupid fuckers chasing harmonic patterns and fucking squiggly lines and bullshit on your charts. It has nothing to do with what the market's going to do. Price is not respecting any of that shit. Has absolutely no bearing on what price is going to do next. Think for a second, folks. Just put down your pitchforks, put, put down your torches, put all your blades down. Poster your weapons and just answer this for a second. If someone claimed to know something that other people don't know, would never teach, would never make public, and then came out for years and publicly shown a record of being able to call it beforehand, execute on it, show the management of the trade in a medium that no one at this point can game. Everything is legitimately there before the fact. And then uses the very logic that has been taught in lectures that are years old now, but it doesn't change the efficacy of it. It's just, it's as true as they were then when I taught it the first time that it is today. The things that I was teaching folks in 1998 are still happening. They are not changing anything. The only thing that's going to happen is more momentum, more activity, more volatility is going to come in the marketplace. And we want that.
as a trader, we want it. But is that not a testimony? You might not like me. I don't care. I'm not here for friends. I'm not here to shake hands with anybody. I'm not here to have dinner with people. Okay, I'm not here to rub elbows with nobody. There's a lot of people that run big companies that want to rub elbows with me, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do affiliate anything. I'm going back to my personal fucking life. Boring old me. I can't wait for it. And in my casual time next year, I'm going to walk my ass through that Robin's Cup and win it. Is that not proof? If I don't do that, I'm going to do it. But if I don't do that, have you not seen evidence that these things are predictable? And I can prove it. Call it beforehand. No deleted tweets. Nothing ever conjectured as, oh, both sides, because it's bullshit. That's not bull. It's not what I'm doing. I'm not doing both sides bullshit. That's not happening. And do I have students that can use this logic and find setups on their own in markets that I don't even trade and they profit from it? The answer is absolutely fucking yes, that's true. And guess what? If you can't see that as proof and evidence of the facts, you're in denial. And the question you need to ask is, what is causing you to deny it? Because that's insanity. You you keep coming to me expecting to get a different result where you're now your your opinion of me is now validated. I'm fraudulent because of that now. Where's all the answers to everything I've pro produced in terms of evidence that this is what it's going to do? This is how it's going to operate. Listen, look what I do in my executions. Okay, here's the here's the argument they'll say. You have two accounts. You'll have two computers or more than two. Okay. And you're recording two of them. You're going both directions. Well, how the fuck's that work when I'm pointing to a level that's below the marketplace? How, how if I'm going both directions, if I've already tweeted, watch this level. <laughs> it's below the market. How could and why would I have a long? That cancels that right there. Okay. So now I can only go in one direction. Okay, wonderful. What am I teaching you? Liquidity and inefficiency. Running to what? Inefficiency or liquidity? I gave you very specific price levels. Look here. Where's the market at right now? Okay, he just said it's going down. So now what do I got to do? I got to look for inefficiencies, fair value gaps, ultimate, uh, uh, um, optimal trade entry, bearish order blocks, bearish breakers, bearish mitigation blocks. Like I'm literally... Without taking you into a, here's an entry price, here's your stop loss. I've done those things where I've managed and told you where my stop loss throughout the entire of the trade. I've done that. To prove that the things I'm doing when I'm recording my executions. See, the people that say, oh, these pre-recorded executions, because you didn't do it live. It's a live fucking account! What the fuck do you mean it's not live? You want me to put you in a trade where you can copy it, you broke fuck. That's what you want. I'm not going to do that for you. So you can go and record yourself doing it and go online and say, look at me. I'm smart. Buy my bullshit. No. You got to earn that shit. You have to earn that. Look what I've done by producing all this content. How many people are doing mentorships with it? 
How many people are selling my shit? Lots of them. And what do you think would happen if I started calling entries, stops, and targets with the consistency I've been doing with just the things I've shared publicly? You'd have all these people coming forward with real evidence of a track record that matches what? Mine. And you wonder why I'm not going to give you that? I'm not making these fucking frauds look smart when they're not. These lazy little bitches that don't want to do the work to learn how to do it. I have students that work their ass off and the results they're getting right now, I'm so fucking proud of. They earned that shit. They fucking earned it. Nobody can discount that. Not one person can come forward and say, you know what? Those results are bullshit. Fuck you. You're broke. You're going to work. You're trying to squeeze every drop of your weekend out because you are loathing Monday. Because you got to go back to work. The fucking Jiffy Lube. Changing fucking oil with PD over there in the fucking corner, picking his fucking nose, looking at fucking porn. It's, it's, Astonishing the level of fucking denial. Denial. Like you literally can't see this. <laughs> All these people coming forward, crediting their newfound success by the work ethic that they place behind the things I've taught. That is fucking amazing. It's awesome that you had the tenacity to stick with it. All these people that talk shit. They were phased out, muted. They're noise. That's what the enemy does. The enemy comes in to try to distort, disrupt. All those things so that way you're distracted and you don't find your success. No, don't pay attention to him. There's no algorithm. The fuck, there ain't no algorithm. How could... Here, here, everybody says it's two computers. It's both directions. Okay, okay, listen, let's, let's do this. I challenge any of you fucking dumb fucks to try to do both direction strategy and trade using what I taught. Record yourself from beginning to end. Do it for, I don't know, a month. That's probably asking too much. Just do it for a week, but you got to do it every single day, Monday through Friday. And you come forward with a fucking trade that wins doing exactly what I do. And you can have the benefit of doing both sides. Do it. You can't even place a stop loss correctly, you stupid fucks. And you're going to tell me, oh, this is what I'm doing? Get the fuck out of here, you fucking asshole. <laughs> These people are fucking stupid. And it's even worse when other people come behind and they're like, oh, this person took the time to write this. So it must be true. Mouth breathers. These fucking smooth brains. They have no idea what the fuck's going on. They've been subjected to social media. And now that, that forms their opinions. And they want to learn how to trade and trade against the highest form of intelligence in this fucking industry? Me? <laughs> Come on. Get the fuck out of here. You're never going to amount to shit as a trader if you take other people's opinion and never investigate it on your own. Do the research. And that's why I challenge everybody, everyone, don't take my word for any of it. Go into the market and see if this shit's really there. Because you're going to know right away if it's really there or if it's bullshit. And guess what? Guess what? Lots of trolls got converted. Nobody's been able to come out and forward and say, this is what ICT rebranded and this is what it is. Because everything I talk about is attacking retail logic. How the fuck can you subscribe to this is rebranded bullshit when I'm telling you this defeats that way of thinking and that usage of fake shit in charts?
laziness, smooth brain mentalities. When you go into social media and you let other people give you your opinion, that's stupidity. That's dumb. You will never make it in this industry having that way of life. If you live your life like that, where other people can frame your opinion, did you put yourself in front of the charts? Did you study? Did you look at the things I said, this is where it's going to go to next? Did you watch the analysis that I shared on YouTube telling you where the market was going to go on the weekly and the daily charts for these indices? And we're here. Hundreds of points. Not five. What did I delete on YouTube? Nothing. What tweets did I delete? Nothing. What did I get wrong? Crickets. Crickets. And all this time, you have wasted. You've wasted it. Instead of just doing the work of sitting down and saying, you know what? I'm going to take this guy's challenge. And the worst case scenario, uh, I'm going to discover that everything he said is not real. And I saved myself a lot of worrisome things of just listening to him. I can delete his Twitter. I ain't got to listen to his bullshit no more. And then you'll have evidence supporting your decision about why you don't believe there's an algorithm, why you don't think ICT concepts and smart money concepts are a thing. Because you did the work. You didn't take somebody else's opinion, some horse shit fucking documentary. It's all, it's all bullshit, man. That's bullshit. Shoot holes through the things I'm actually doing. Shoot holes through that. It's fucking bulletproof. It's fucking bulletproof. It's so high in SBF, even a nuclear fucking bomb can't even give it a suntan. So fuck off. That was actually pretty good. I don't know where that came from. Shit, I gotta write that fucking down. <laughs> That's some good shit. <laughs> but anyway, today's Twitter space is really to encourage everyone else. It probably doesn't sound like encouragement. It sounds like <laughs> something entirely different. But it was to encourage all of you that are contemplating or are going to join in the Robin Cup next year. I want you to take your time, okay? Take your time and try to make it about trading excellent. Managing risk, not over trading, not over leveraging, and showing a realistic, sound return. Do that. In that setting, in that climate, if you don't close in the upper 5%, okay, and there's, there's five spots, is that a failure? To me, no. But ICT, how can it not be a failure? You, they didn't win. Because I look at that as a litmus test. I've always stated this. I have the greatest respect for every person that's ever joined that competition because it's hard. What makes it hard? You're being measured in the public eye. You're going to be measured in the public eye. And everything you do, if you place up there, is under scrutiny. Now, you're under the microscope. What are they going to do next? Are they going to have an increase or a decrease? Are they going to be too scared to do anything? And if the market moved big and they don't have any movement in their percentage, why didn't they? All of that's going to be an internal dialogue that you're going to have while you're looking at your trades. And that complicates everything. So if you're Billy Badass, Billy Bollocks, want to sit up here on uh, social media and you're the greatest and 
nobody can touch you and you're this and you're that and ICT won't ever be able to do this and I can do this faster than ICT and I can do this better than smart money concepts and this thing ain't real and there's no algorithm. Okay. Okay. Go out there and do what we're about to do. I don't need to do that. I ain't got time for that. But you got two years to make fucking videos about bullshit. It's pathetic. But I think that anyone that joins it and but doesn't make it to the number five spot or higher, if they share their end result and show you their broker statements, go into their accounts and log in, and they make that public, and they do it with a live stream on YouTube, not something pre-recorded, live stream it. That way it's really happening right in front of us. We see it. I think that that person deserves respect. I think that that person has proven their worth as an educator if that's what they're doing. They don't need to win it, folks. In my opinion, you don't need to win it because it's not going to happen. Even if they don't place in the top five, it doesn't mean they failed. The fact that they're willing to put their skill set on display be among the titans that are willing to go out there and risk every bit of fucking clout. Every opinion of everybody that holds these individuals, and me included, everybody's on a pedestal right now. But who really knows their shit? Who can really walk that talk? Who can really put down numbers? Patty. <laughs> The leaderboard that matters is the Robin's Cup. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And if you know how to trade, the world stage has always been the Robin's Cup. And that's why every person I've ever mentioned it to, they act like they've never known anything about, oh, you didn't know what that fucking thing is. If you've been a trader for any length of time, you know exactly what that is. Because you know who Larry Williams is, and you know that he's owned that shit lock, stock, and barrel since 1987. So, don't pretend like you don't know what the fuck that is. Because now ignorance is no longer an excuse. And people that know how to trade, people that know how to handle themselves and a model that has mastered themselves, they have no problem doing this. If you have a profitable venue and you're making money selling a service or a community and whatnot, your outcome in this isn't going to affect anything. Because if you're doing something that people find value in and you're consistently profitable in helping these individuals make money, what do you have to lose? Really, what do you have to lose? You have nothing. You have no excuse not to do this. Except for you know you're not going to do well and you're afraid somebody's going to be able to troll you. I'm not going to troll you. The only person I'm going to talk shit about is Vinny E. Mini after the close of next year because he ain't beating me. He ain't even going to post in the upper five. That's the only motherfucker I have shit to talk about. Because I sat out here for two years and that little bitch has me on block still from day one. But he wants to reply to everything I post. If he said I'm blocked, how the fuck's he replying to my fucking post? He's a liar. True and through. He has lied from the beginning. Just like his father. And I'm here for it. Build an altar, Vinny. 2024 is Mount Carmel. We're going to see who brings down the fire.